Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. If you're ready to drop the excuses and start showing up as the boss you know you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hi, friend. Happy December. Can you believe we are in the last month of the year, the last month of the decade? Whoa, kind of crazy. And reflecting on that and something else that's been trending lately is what gave me the idea for this episode. And I think it's going to be really interesting for you and I hope inspiring more than anything. But unless you have been living under a rock the past couple weeks, you've probably seen people doing the 10-year challenge, which is where somebody will do like a side-by-side comparison of pictures of themselves 10 years ago in 2009 and then now in 2019 as a fun way to celebrate the closing of another decade and also to see how much they've changed over the course of 10 years. And I've enjoyed seeing these because every single person that I've seen participating in this has changed so much, (laughs) at least physically, right? You know, some of these people I do know personally, and I know how far they have come, and others I don't. But everyone that I've seen doing this, their physical appearance is totally different, usually for the better, which is nice. And I would hope that they've changed for the better internally and circumstantially as well. So naturally, I wanted to do it for myself just to see the comparison. So I wanted to take myself back 10 years ago and remember where I was at that time. What was I doing? Who was I hanging out with? What was my belief systems and so on and compare it to where I am now. And it's actually kind of crazy how different the me 10 years ago was compared to who I am and where I am now. And I'll get into more details of those differences in just a minute, but I'm going to be honest with you. Looking back 10 years ago was not fun, like at all. And I don't think I realized it at the time because it was just my reality and where I was at. But in contrast to my reality now, which is so vastly different, it made me realize what a dark place I was in 10 years ago and how unhappy I was and how much I was looking for happiness and validation externally and all of the wrong places versus focusing on myself and starting there. And then it got me wondering when the positive change started to really take place for me. When did things start moving in a good direction, ultimately leading me to where I am now, which I consider a very healthy, happy, blissfully dissatisfied place, which if you don't know what blissfully dissatisfied means, it's a term that I heard from Ed Milet, and it just means that I still have so much more that I want to achieve and contribute to this world and so many more things that I want to do. So I'm not satisfied where I'm at right now, but I'm happy about where I'm at and for what's to come. Does that make sense? So I was just trying to think back on what it was and when it was that I started going in a better direction. And what I realized was actually kind of profound and ultimately what I wanted to impart on you in this episode. Okay, 
So let me first paint you a picture of what my life looked like 10 years ago, because most of you listening probably follow me on social media and see a portion of my life, and you kind of get the idea of where I'm at now. Plus, I try and be as, as transparent as possible about it too. So I don't think I need to go into too much of what life looks like now, but I think you'll find the 2009 version of me pretty interesting. Okay. This makes me a little nervous, but here we go. Back in 2009, just like logistics here, I was living in Mobile, Alabama. I moved to Alabama from Tennessee after high school a couple of years prior to live closer to my dad and family. And that's actually where I started college. So in 2009, I was attending school at the University of South Alabama. And as a job, I worked as a cocktail server at a nightclub in a casino in Biloxi, Mississippi. And for 22, I was doing okay. You know, at the time, I had moved into an apartment with a couple of other girls. I was going to school full-time. I was working just about every weekend in a day or two during the week to pay my bills. And I was totally, like, supporting myself, which was cool. I was doing okay, but I was nowhere where I wanted to be. All my friends were graduating college and getting, quote, real jobs, and I just felt like I was so far behind because I had taken a couple of years off of school, not to mention I was burning the candle at both ends, and my life choices at this time weren't the best. And anyone who has worked in a bar or nightclub atmosphere knows that that environment comes with its share of unhealthy temptations. And as a 22-year-old living on her own, I totally got wrapped up in that scene, just trying to have fun or fill a void or who the heck knows. So there was that. I had no plan for my life or what I wanted to do. I truly was just living for the weekend and trying to have fun, which By the way, good for me, right? I mean, I think it's fair that everyone has those periods of life where they don't take things too seriously and they have the fun before they go full force into adulting. But thinking back, I was not having fun at all. I was taking everything so seriously. And I think the reason why is because deep down, I knew I wasn't happy, but I had no idea of how to go about changing that. So again, I searched for validation and happiness in all the wrong places, like the school that I couldn't afford. I looked for it in boyfriends, in unhealthy relationships, partying, spending money on stupid things. You know, hopefully you're getting the picture, but that in a nutshell was where I was in 2009. Confused, unhealthy, unloving to myself, and probably most importantly, my mindset was crap. The notion of thinking positive and self-development and being in control of my reality and life was totally foreign to me, and it would probably be around four years later that I would be introduced to self-development and things like that, and even longer that I would take them seriously and actually implement them. So I really was like a bag floating in the wind, letting other people and things control how I felt and behaved versus realizing that I was actually in control of all of those things. Okay, so that's where I was in 2009. 
Hashtag not cute. <laughs> All right. So like I said, the other day when reflecting on this, I got curious and was wondering, hmm, what was the thing that helped me change? What was the catalyst to get me from there to here over those years? There had to be something. And what I've found is that it wasn't just one thing. It was two main things. And I'm sure there were more, but two main things that stood out the most. And then a massive aha moment for everyone listening right now. So the first thing that totally changed the trajectory of my whole life has everything to do with self-worth and taking action from the place of honoring it. This basically looked like me walking away from situations that didn't serve me anymore and then me going for and surrounding myself with the things and people that were good for me. As sad as this is to say, I probably didn't start fully owning my self-worth and acting accordingly until not too long ago. Like it's probably only been about four years or so that I finally put an end or started to put an end to a lot of unhealthy patterns that I have been repeating over and over again, which essentially can be boiled down to staying in situations for far too long that I should have walked away from, right? Like, unhealthy relationships and friendships, unfulfilling jobs, unhealthy life choices, things that I knew deep down weren't good for me, I finally realized that I not only had the freedom to walk away from them and choose differently, but more importantly, I finally realized that I deserved to. But it was on me to do that for myself. It was my responsibility to make that distinction and make better choices and changes. And this is what led me to the aha moment that I really want to emphasize and highlight for you right now, because I know that someone needs to hear this. My life and the version of me 10 years ago is almost unrecognizable compared to who I am today in the best way, but it didn't take me 10 years to really change. Looking back, the big, life-altering, trajectory-changing, quantum-leap-inducing changes did not start taking place until about four years ago. Because looking back, the me from 2009 to 2016, for the most part, remained unchanged. And yeah, sure, I made changes to my physical location and the people I surrounded myself with and my job and the school I was going to and my hairstyle and clothes and who knows, but I stayed the same. And guess what? I pretty much felt the same too. I was still unfulfilled. I wouldn't have categorized myself as happy by any stretch, but I was certainly putting in overtime looking for happiness and validation in everything external. But this brings me to the second thing that changed the course of my life, which was a shift in my mindset. It was around four or five years ago that I started learning about the power of our minds and the importance of gaining control of it and what that can do for your life. It was the first time that I heard the name Tony Robbins uttered. Then shortly after that, I walked in on my roommate watching the secret documentary on Netflix. As far as I can remember, I think those were 
the first two things that introduced me to the concept of law of attraction and positive thinking, manifesting, setting intentions, all of those things. And that's all it took. The seed had been planted and over the course of the following years, I would learn a little more and a little more until at some point it all fully clicked for me. I realized that I was in control of my life experience and how I felt day to day and the present and future that I wanted to create for myself. Not my boyfriend, not my friends or family or my boss or the person who cut me off on the highway or whoever else. It was me that was in control and I had the power to create whatever it is that I truly desire. Before four years ago, all of that was foreign. But again, all it took was a seed being planted and then following the intuitive pull that led me to dig deeper, to read more books on the subject and listen to more podcasts and surround myself with other like-minded thinkers. And because of that, my life did a complete 180. I truly think the culmination of my understanding and respect of my own self-worth and the drastic shift in my mindset is why I see such a strong positive contrast in the woman I was 10 years ago and who I am now. And please understand that I in no way, shape, or form have or even think I have it all or even most of it all figured out. Like, nowhere close. And a lot of you listening are probably thinking, uh, yeah, I definitely wasn't thinking that. (laughs) But I just want to say that up front, like I still catch myself slipping into old patterns and I catch myself making unhealthy choices and comparing myself and all the other kinds of things that I'm not proud of, quite frankly, pretty often. But for the most part, those things are on a much smaller scale than what they used to be. Those choices are fewer and far between than what they were just a few years ago. So obviously, I have so much more to learn and grow into, but I like where I'm headed. I like where I'm at now, and that is a really nice feeling. And what I pray you take away from this is, if you are not happy where you're at right now, if when you reflect on the past decade, you aren't thrilled about how you're closing it out, or maybe you wish you had done more, or maybe you wish you had done less, or however it is that you're feeling, I just want to say this loud and clear. It doesn't have to take a full decade to make a discernible, positive change in your life. Everyone is different, of course, but for me, I changed slowly over the course of four years, and the biggest change in me took place really in the past two years. So I just want to encourage you to do a couple of things. First, get clear on your 2020 vision now. Make a list, journal, do whatever it is that makes the most sense for you, but get crystal clear on what direction you want to go. What do you want to create in 2020 and over the course of the next decade of your life? What do you want to do more of? What do you want to do less of? What should you start saying more yeses to? And where do you need to start saying no? Not for other people, but for yourself. I've done several podcasts so far in setting clear intentions in regards to your business, but I'm not just talking about your business and goal setting here. I mean for your life. Do you like the direction you're headed now? 
If yes, what can you do to make the journey even more sweet and fulfilling? And if no, what changes need to be made? What can you do differently? Journal on that and go into 2020 with a plan of action. And I think I've mentioned this before, maybe in a podcast or in stories, I can't remember, but there have been several years for sure in this last decade that I would look back on the past year that had just gone by, like over New Year's Eve or something, and compare myself from where I was at that moment and where I was just a year prior. And so many years, nothing had changed. Like, nothing. which isn't necessarily a bad thing if you're in a good place in your life, but I was not. And I can still feel the weight of that disappointment to know that a whole year of my life had passed and I was no better than I was 365 days prior. And one of these disappointing yearly reflections was just two years ago in 2017. That summer, I had made the pivotal decision to shift my business from managing social media to teaching, which was good, But I had been dragging my feet on how I was going to do that, like who I wanted to work with and how I was going to support them. And I hadn't made any moves to put any of this new phase of my business into motion. And I remember it like it was yesterday. It was New Year's Eve 2017 going into 2018. And I was so disappointed with that year because I felt like I hadn't changed for the better one bit. And Looking back, I'm probably not giving myself enough credit because I'm sure I learned a ton that year with my old business and I did find the courage to walk away from it. But what I was looking for was evidence that I had grown and evolved and I didn't have much of that. And that year I vowed to myself that I would never feel that way at the end of a year again. And instead of dwelling in that and making excuses, I used that pain to motivate me into real action, which resulted in the change that I was craving. And the second and last call to action I have for you is, if you haven't yet, get your mind right. You cannot create a positive life experience with a negative mindset. It cannot be done. And it's going to be really hard for you to have good, frequent, positive experiences and truly go after the things that you want if you continue to give your power away to the people around you, even your loved ones. And again, I am proof of this and I'm still working on it and I always will, but it was not until my mindset changed until I saw the real results of the life I had always wanted. It wasn't until I truly changed as a person that my life changed. A strong mind produces strong thoughts, which creates strong beliefs and ultimately strong actions. That is how you move the needle, friends. Don't wait until 2025 or 2026 or 28 to realize another decade's going by and you haven't moved. Do it now. Your friends will thank you. Your family will thank you. And most importantly, your future self will thank you. And if you're looking for some books on this, I feel like Gabby Bernstein's The Universe Has Your Back is a great starting point. It's one of the first books that I read that related to this kind of material, and I personally really enjoyed it. 
If you're also like me and you need to know the science and proof behind positive thinking, my friend Cynthia Kempinski is an incredible resource. On her Instagram, she shares all kinds of information on how your brain works and gets down to the nitty gritty details of the science behind it all. She really knows her stuff and explains it in a way that's easy to understand and applicable, which I love. So if you want to follow her, I highly recommend you can find her at the Kempinski Clinic. That's at the K-E-M-P-I-N-S-K-I clinic on Instagram. I will link it in the show notes. And if you're looking for a podcast with this kind of material, I recommend you checking out the Mind Your Business podcast by James Wedmore. So good. It's one of my favorites. But gosh, nowadays there's so much out there. There's so many books and podcasts and courses and you name it. Just Google. If you want to find something that's centered around religion, there's so much out there too. Just look and find what speaks and resonates with you and start there. All right. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, please let me know. I love when you tag me in your Instagram stories. I love resharing it and it just, it means so much to me. And it also is just so cool to see how you guys pour into your people. And I don't know, it just, it means a lot to me. So thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, well done. Oh, and by the way, something else that I wanted to mention to you guys, I've been getting so many questions on when I'm going to be doing in the next round of the influence to income formula. I just wrapped up the first round um, last week as I'm recording this. And I'm not going to lie. It was to die for. It was so good. I have so much to say about it. I'm going to be posting a lot of testimonials here on my Instagram in the next couple weeks. But if you want more information on this, I am linking in the show notes, um, a link for you to essentially be first to know for the next round. So you'll opt in. And as soon as I announce the next round and make that available, um, it will get emailed to you. So you don't have to be like watching my social media or anything. So we'll link that in the show notes. And I'll also have that linked in my Instagram bio as well. But I was planning initially on doing the next round in January, but so many people have been requesting it. And I think I'm going to go ahead and make it available as a self-study in December. So anyway, if you want to learn more about that, uh, check out the link in the show notes or the link in my bio, or just shoot me a message on Instagram because uh, I'm not going to get into it. It was so good. I'm so proud. Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day and I will see you here next week. Bye. Hey friend, thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode helped you in any way, you can directly impact my efforts by simply sharing a screenshot of this to your social media or team. Also, if you're looking for additional support, feel free to find me on Instagram at Allie I Reeves and or join the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group.